0: From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Michael Lewis describes his music as containing tales of travel, loss, hopeful dreams, love, politics and the evolving beauty of life the landscapes he creates with his lyrics and melodies are supported by alternate guitar tunings and a rhythmic percussive playing style for years michael has been on a musical journey that has led him through collaborations with fellow musicians in project after project in bands like bucket of witches and fire and rain And the things he both gives to those projects and takes from them can be heard in Michael's own unique sound as a solo artist. It's a sound that contains elements of rock and roll, Americana, folk, even jazz and world music. He shared the stage with acts like the Gin Blossoms, Peter Mulvey, Eddie from Ohio, and John Hammond, and he's toured in both the U.S. and the U.K. We'll talk about that. We're happy to have Michael Lewis with us on the show, and we're going to spend an hour in music and conversation together. We'll start with a song, a tune called The Fourth of July, that probably conjures up images of fireworks. These are fireworks of a whole other kind. Here's Michael Lewis on Highway 89. ¶¶
1: The New Jersey Moonlight Fourth of July Light is bouncing off your pupils To remind me of Rocky Mountain skies Cause the Rocky Mountain dreams Of the ocean waves crashing down Ah, the desert doesn't bloom no more now you're not around. I see you, see me standing face to face, shining lights up the sky. Never knew I'd find my place in the world until I met you. Crack open another bottle, as my eyes are drawn in by your fire. And I wonder, could the ocean ever really quench my desire? I've seen you dancing in the moonlight, and how that image stirs my soul, yeah. I've got everything I want now, girl. Do you know That I see you see me Standing face to face As shining lights up the sky Never knew I'd find my Place in the world Until I met you girl On the fourth of See me Standing face to face As China's lighting up that sky Never knew I'd find my Place in the world Until I met you girl Will I see you see me Standing face to face As China's lighting up the sky Never knew I'd find my Place in the world I met you, girl, on the fourth of July, fourth of July, fourth of July, fourth of July,
0: fourth of July. We're listening to live music here on Highway 89 in Studio 6. Our guest today is Michael Lewis. And I thought it was pretty fascinating. One of the first things on his website says that he is experienced, entertaining, and extremely reliable. This is evidently <laughs> an important thing when you're contracting a live musician. We're glad you showed yes. up right on time today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, reliability is a big thing.
0: Uh... Your songwriting has been honed through a life as a working man songwriter. Lots of shows, yeah. some pretty great venues, but lots of it sounds like sort of the coffee houses and those smaller venues. What do you get from performing in a place like that?
2: I think it, there's a sense of intimacy that you don't get at other shows, and and uh, I'm all about that. I mean, when you can pick up on the energy that comes from the audience, that's a wonderful thing. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons I think. We as musicians do that. We feed off other people and their reactions to what we do.
0: Is that a, a good place to try a new song for the first time, maybe?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a fantastic <laughs> place. And, and I, I debut a lot of songs at places like that. People are very forgiving
0: in that sort of environment, <laughs> I found. Have you had the experience of playing a new song, and just because of maybe you thought it was great, and then having people there, suddenly you saw it in a new light and thought, this is better than I thought, or what was I thinking? Yeah, i lived in nashville for for
2: a while and i was playing an open mic there i had a brand new song i just written i was very excited to play it so i got up and i played it and i asked for a music stand and they were they were incensed that i asked for a music <laughs> stand and i explained to her later well i just wrote that song last night and she was amazed that I, that i had the guts to bring that to a new thing but but to me that's that's what i do it for and it's a good way to judge reactions I don't know if that really answers what you yeah, asked me, but yeah, but yeah. But yeah.
0: <laughs> you also seem like you like to to get into and study and learn from the, the performers that you really like. Some of your influences, who, who are some of those?
2: You know, they're so varied. I mean, I I started out. My first band was a was a punk band. Um, I, I grew up listening to the Dead Kennedys and Subhumans, and then that evolved later to Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and Aerosmith, and then when I when I discovered the acoustic guitar, I started to listen to guys like Peter Mulvey, uh, Bruce Coburn, Ani DeFranco, Joni Mitchell, and they they were huge influences on on the way that I play, you know. And...
0: So switching instruments also sounds like that was a big deal too, and how you write.
2: Yeah, because I I started out on electric guitar, and, and I I've been playing since I was 16, but I honestly never really took it seriously till I was about 27. And that's when I got my first acoustic guitar. And something about the feeling that comes from the wood in an acoustic uh-huh. guitar and the metal that, that just kind of changed my approach. I I still play electric, and I love to play electric, but but acoustic is something special.
0: Oh, this is a dangerous question to ask any guitar player. I've never met a guitar player who only owned one guitar.
2: No, no, you know, for a long time I did I only own one because it was it was a four thousand dollar loud, and I couldn't afford another guitar. <laughs> And uh, but I, it was a big jumbo body guitar, guitars, beautiful guitar, handmade in Ireland. Um, but I started to develop shoulder problems from that jumbo body and I sold it and bought four other guitars <laughs> with, you know, the money that I spent. So, yeah, I have uh, I have a number of them. I have, I have three. Well,
0: what discipline? You only brought two with you today
2: yeah I know it, that, was, that was a struggle not to bring more than more than two
0: but. <laughs> well we're gonna hear a, cu- a couple of songs but I'd love an intro to uh, the first of these uh, finding my feet
2: okay um, well my first intro I just remembered I forgot to tune my guitar to that tuning for that uh, so that's that's me being totally professional here uh, but anyway it's just a song about about finding yourself you know so many of us struggle to find out who we are and in my experience It was already there i went all over the world to find myself but it was already there and that's kind of what this song is
0: about good well let's go ahead we'll hear this we'll let you tune the guitar you're going to hear a whole bunch of different tunings today back and forth because that's the way he writes in fact we're going to talk about some alternate tunings if you happen to be a aficionado, or maybe you dabble in acoustic guitar and have thought, what are those alternate tunings? We're going to talk about a few of those. The songs we're going to hear are first, uh, Finding My Feet, followed by one called Driving at Night. The other thing you want to know before you go looking up Michael Lewis online, his parents were not actually dyslexic. There's a reason he spells his name the way he does, which is M-I-K-A-E-L, Lewis, L E W. IS so Michael Lewis M I K A E L we will remind you again at the end of the show
1: I take a walk into the darkness Hoping to find some thread of light. First I stumble, and then I falter, and then I find my feet and fly. Now in the darkness, I am floating high above this sea of light. First eyes number, then I notice. Then I find my feet and fly. light that I found. I take a walk on solid ground. I see reflections out on the water. I try to speak but I can't make a sound. Not a sound. I threw a pebble on the water, watch it skip to the other side. First it rippled and then it surged till I was swallowed up in its tide. Driving at night across the dusty sea, oh, yeah. nothing on the jukebox, just crackling country tune. As eddie's dancing in the dust storms all across these desert dunes desert dunes. my thoughts are wandering to a life I left behind Quick check for regrets, but none are there to find. I visit them sometimes in these yearbooks in my soul, but aging wisdom has taught me. You gotta just let these demons go and so I let them go yeah, yeah 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 and then I return to you cause that's where I should be take the long shot baby where I should be Adrenaline rises when I feel you breathe I'm driving at night I'm driving at night Across the dusty sea
0: Well, this is highway 89 we've been listening to michael lewis with his guitar finding my feet followed by driving at night some of these different tunings there's drop d <laughs> and you just mentioned open g yeah how did you get into these
2: um the tuning thing started for me uh as after i got my acoustic guitar i discovered that this artist peter mulvey he's from wisconsin and if you haven't heard him check him out he's phenomenal great guitar player great writer great singer great poet um he uses a lot of really crazy tunings a lot of them with very very low bass notes that that are almost unplayable but but uh really cool and and uh, i just started messing around with those tunings and started writing my own songs with them and the really the really cool thing about tunings is you're a musician. You probably remember before you learned how to play, you'd probably tinker on the keys or whatever and, and you, you didn't know what you're doing. Just something you, that sounded good. Just sounds good and, and you're just listening to what sounds good and I think a lot of a lot of guitar, guitar players and probably other musicians kind of get stuck, for me at least, in standard tuning. I, I kind of get into this headspace where, well, okay, well that's a C so maybe my next chord should be a D. And there's nothing wrong with that but it kind of stifles the creative process and so... Flipping to a tuning where everything's unfamiliar, kind of takes me back to to where I was before I really knew what I was doing, mm. and I think that
0: just the creativity seems to flow that way. Interesting, I like so, that. Yeah. I like. So, if some uh, young guitar player is listening, or older guitar player, and is thinking, "My gosh, I've never tried that. <laughs> What's a good tuning? What's
2: a- you know, I uh, start with something simple, um, an open G tuning, which which is the one I was just using, is uh, D G. D, G, B, D, um, the middle three s- strings stay the same. So you're mm-hmm. just changing your bottom two and your, and your top one. Um, so there's some familiarity there. Uh, but what I did is I'd, I'd put it into a tuning like that. And then I'd use standard chord shapes, like, like I'd finger a C, uh-huh. but it's no longer a C. It's this weird chord that you don't know what it is. <laughs> and I think that's a good place to start. Put it in some weird tuning and use standard fingerings see what you come up with, see what comes out of it. And then a lot of the tunings that I use are just derivatives of other tunings. The next tuning I'm going to use is, is it's the same tuning, but it's instead of an open G, it's an open G major 7. Hmm. And it does, it brings out these sonic possibilities that you don't, at least I don't,
0: get elsewhere. Right now you live here in the Rocky Mountains. I we do. heard about you being in Nashville. We yeah. know you've been to Ireland too. Yeah. I so I over. want to ask, uh, because I think this relates to that, from what we started to chat with uh, before we started, we we saw some of your songs, it said they came from Songs from the Big Top, which turns out was your first EP for songs.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was, I was studying music in Northern Ireland, this little small community college. Um, it was a brand new program they just started, and we had access to this beautiful studio and other musicians that... that I'd always been kind of a solo guy and, and it was nice to have these other musicians around me that would would help me develop what I was doing. And most of that EP was, was just me tinkering in the studio, coming up with stuff and, and layering things. We'd, we'd do the rhythm track with a bass player and a drummer, and then I'd go in and do all the backing vocals and layer electric guitar. Are they on top all circus themed though? No, they're not. They're not really. There's only one that's circus theme. That's the the song "Queen of the Big Top," which because walking on a
0: tightrope felt that way too. Just at least the title, anyway. The
2: title is yeah. It's kind of a, it's kind of a song about losing love, really, which I guess can be a bit of a circus in and of itself.
0: Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because a lot of folks think that that just being a musician itself is one version of running away to join the circus.
2: Yeah, pretty much is. I can't (laughs) deny that.
0: (laughs) So we're going to hear a song called uh, Old International. Uh, But first we're going to hear one of those, well, that's maybe not really a circus tune, sort of. (laughs) It's walking on a tightrope. Anything else you want to say about this?
2: I think that's probably the first song I ever wrote in an open
0: tuning. So. There it is.
2: Yeah. G major seven, I guess.
0: We'll hear walking on a tight rope. After that, we're going to hear Old International.
1: You shut that door and left me far behind Far behind And sometimes I feel I'm walking on a tight road Just trying to figure out between your world and mine sometimes and maybe some fool will understand your twisted little mind sometimes this world it feels so dark and cold and the thoughts I hear can feel lonely When that darkness barely tries to cover me like a shroud I'm gonna raise my head, I'm gonna scream out loud Scream out loud, yeah Sometimes I feel I'm walking on a tightrope Just trying to figure out between your world and mine Well, I know it's going to give some time. I just hope it gives real soon, before I lose my mind. I try to walk away, but it follows me. Like a ghost in the darkness hides all the light. It's hiding all the light, yeah. Sometimes I feel I'm walking on a tight road. Trying to tell the difference between your world and mine. I just hope it gives real soon for I lose my mind. January 1st the snow was dry and deep. Boys on the verge of manhood we had a resolution to keep. And so we packed up the old International with our sleeping bags and a big green army tent we borrowed from Mikey's dad. But we were young and free. We didn't have all the answers. but We thought we had halfway up the trail we hiked on and put our boots, gloves and leaders and snowshoes on and we left that old international in
2: in its tracks
1: Yeah, we were young and bold trying to steal the sun from the eyes of the old
2: we were young and free Darkness came, we saw its mystery. Mystery. Halfway up the trail, we met this bearded old man was only wearing shorts and sandals and he had a beer
1: in his hand. So we inquired of him, old man, has your reasoning
2: been sold? And he just replied, you mean you guys still believe in hot and cold? Man, we didn't know how to deal with this. So we just carried on up the trail like that old guy
1: didn't exist. like that old guy didn't exist Well, I remember that day We sat in those hot springs and hoped it would never melt away We were young and free We didn't have all the answers But man, I sure think we had the key
0: This is Highway 89. Listen to us live in Studio Six. Michael Lewis is our singer-songwriter today. That very last tune, uh, "Old International." I wondered what that was going to be. <laughs> it was the old vehicle. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> it was an old International Scout.
0: So, is that all from a personal experience? Uh, yeah, it
2: was, it's actually two camping trips combined, and and they're they're both true stories. We really did meet this guy. It was up uh, Fifth Water, up Spanish Fort Canyon. Middle of January, we're, we're wearing gators, snowshoes, the whole works, and this guy comes walking down the trail in Birkenstocks and shorts. It was crazy, yeah.
0: <laughs> Impervious.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, true story.
0: <laughs> you've been uh, playing not only by yourself, but you mentioned the fun of uh, being in Ireland and performing with others, kind of having a band, and you've done a lot more of that. Since then, now, some of the other acts you've been with, uh, Fire and Rain, we'll talk about that uh, in a bit. Bucket of Witches, also. Yeah. Uh, I'm just interested how working with other people on stage gives you different experiences or different skills that maybe show up in your own writing, your own performing.
2: Well, they're, they're interesting. You know, performing solo, you can kind of do whatever you want, and 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 you can kind of mess up, and nobody really knows. Uh, um, but when you're playing with someone else, it's much more difficult to do that. Mm. you you got to be in sync. You're playing the, the same things, and it's glaringly obvious if you make a mistake. So I think the benefits of that is you really, when you play with other people, you, you really begin to listen and really hear the music for, for mm. what it is. And and also, a big skill you learn from that is is to be able to pull back. Um, a lot of the stuff I do, I'm I'm the bass player, I'm the percussionist, I'm the guitar player. When I'm playing with a drummer and a bass player, I have to pull that back so they have room. Mm. And so that that's that's probably the biggest thing I gained from playing with. Share other the people. space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. Now uh, we heard something in, that we're going to hear more of in that last song, which is you know Bob Dylan's done a little bit of spoken yeah. word in his <laughs> life, and, and Johnny Cash has some too. Yeah. And uh, I'm just wondering, uh, when did you first? feel like that was the right thing to do
2: you know I think the roots of it or when I was a kid my dad listened to a lot of Johnny Cash and Ernest Tubbs and that Uh. really old school country and of course I hated it at the time (laughs) couldn't stand it but but now I love it I love Johnny Cash and so that spoken word thing I've always kind of admired and then um I think the thing that inspired me to do it was was probably Ani DeFranco and Bruce Coburn they they both have spoken word songs with with uh a chorus that's sung. Yeah. And I just kind of like that idea um, of doing that. It, it's it's the old story, storytellers craft, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at.
0: <laughs> so you can tell the story and then the chorus is there when, when the time's right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, we're going to hear another one of these in this next set, uh, yeah. Midnight in the Garden. Tell me about this.
2: I think that the... The content of the song came from the book *Midnight in the* uh, in the Garden of Good and Evil. I can't even say the this the title, but uh, um, I don't know. I I I was sitting on my porch one day. It was a dark night. It was it was back east. I think I wrote this in Tennessee, and there were the little fire bugs, the little mm-hmm. green ones that you could see, and it, it just reminded me of the South. Reminded me of that book, and the story just kind of came out as a result of that.
0: Nice. Well, we want to hear it. We want to hear it. Uh, Just for the benefit of our listeners, this will help your musical experience, I think, to know that Michael is wearing green eggs and ham Dr. Seuss shoes. One (laughs) set of shoelaces is green. The other one is orange. I guess that's our green eggs and our ham right there together.
2: It is indeed, yeah.
0: (laughs) Here's a pair of tunes. We're going to start with Midnight in the Garden and follow up with Queen of the Big Top
2: It was midnight in the garden No illumination Save the light of a quarter moon
1: I was waiting Crackle of a bug light somewhere off in the distance snap me from my withdrawn thoughts back to you. Well, sometimes you listen, and sometimes you don't. But I hope. cold breeze blew right through me, as if carrying news from some distant beyond, a shiver. Some black-cloaked stranger stepping over my grave, a sudden rush of panic.
0: Sooner
1: times the lack thereof, but every time I wonder, yes, every time I wonder, every time I wonder, Walks alone outside the big top. Closing night, she always watches the workmen would pull it down. Got roll the painted smiles and the watchful eyes of the gathered crowd. Now they don the overalls and the working gloves as they pull it down now she's wandering round the mud in the dark watches as the curtains close on the burned out stars in the trailer park ringmaster counts who's green she puts a down. It's not an easy life, but it's all she knows. One day she'll be the big star. She gonna deal the car. folk will come for miles and miles just to see her cry simple folk will pay a pretty dollar just to see her cry yeah, yeah 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 just to see her cry When she is the queen,
0: when she
1: is the queen.
0: Pair of songs there Midnight in the Garden, followed by Queen of the Big Top. Listening to Michael Lewis here in Studio 6 Live. Michael, we talked a minute ago, uh, referred to fire and rain. And said yes. so we talked more about that. Yeah. Spelled F-Y-R-E and Rain is R-E-I-G-N. It's yeah. a whole other picture. <laughs> so what is Fire and Rain?
2: It started out as a duet with my daughter Hannah. She was living in Ireland. She was born and raised over there. I was living in Arizona. I don't know if she called me or I called her, but but she's a songwriter. And she said, Dad, I, I want to come to America and I wanna I wanna do some touring. I want you to show me how to do it. And so we brought her over and the idea was we were going to record albums, her album and my album, we were going to play on each other's albums. I'd play lead guitar and she'd do backing vocals, whatever. And it, it just worked so well. I, I, you know, and we're we're worried about money and all these other things. And I said, Hannah, maybe this is crazy. I'm your dad, but um, why don't we try to save some money, put this together and just do an album together. And, she loved the idea. She thought it was really cool. And so we uh, called up my friend Eric Watson, who's a fantastic drummer, lives up here in Utah. and he's also a music producer. So we talked to him and he was interested. So really, we packed up the U-Haul and we moved up here. and that was the birth of, of that band.
0: We saw an online review it said, "Fire and Rain plays smooth, soulful Americana that sounds like James Taylor, Fleetwood Mac, and the Grateful Dead started jamming together." I'd like to hear that. <laughs> That's band. a pretty cool compliment. <laughs> I have to
2: admit, yeah, yeah.
0: So were, were you surprised? It just worked really well.
2: Yeah, I mean, she. God, it's kind of. I keep a long story short. I. Didn't really know. I knew she taught herself how to play guitar, and I, I was in a different country, so I didn't really have a lot of influence on that. I'm sure her growing up listening to me play influenced her, but she's, she's classically trained on piano and flute, but she hates those instruments. She taught herself how to play guitar, and, and she's phenomenal. She's a great songwriter. So our, our styles are different. She has a, you know, a lot of little hip-hop influences that I don't have, Um, but it just really gelled well together and and yeah, I was absolutely surprised mainly that she'd want to be in a band with, with her old man, you know, that was pretty cool. How many guys get to do that?
0: You're on a short list. Uh, Yeah, definitely, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) <laughs> well, we're going to hear uh, a song, a Michael Lewis tune, in just a minute, called "Destination Anywhere." First, let's hear one of those fire and rain songs. You bet. It's going to head over. We're going to hear. The song is called "This Sinking Ship." So, one of those fire and rain songs with Michael's daughter Hannah.
1: Ship is sinking. No doubt about it. No use in crying. No. We're going down in troubled waters. Didn't see the signs. Now it don't really matter. Now we're out of. We're out of time Salvage something, but now we're rusted, decayed on the underside. And this cancer lurks deep in the souls of man. You better run, you better run, get out while you still can. i Wakes up on Sunday morning, she finds herself alone, another good man gone, she put that Sunday dress on, and she'll seek salvation. Sweet salvation, yeah. Whom but the good love of the Lord Is something she can't afford And so she lights a candle She opens up the stars. She hopes that they're in line mm, But the visions that they give her they suit the mood for today Oh no they don't side of her head, she'd like to make some changes, improve her lifestyle, maybe marry a rich man. Suitcase. She heads for the station Gonna leave this one-horse town She says Destination anywhere As long as it's far from here She says Destination anywhere As long as it's Far from here mm, She says Destination anywhere As long as it's Far from here.
0: Destination anywhere. Before that, this sinking ship. Michael Lewis is our singer songwriter in the studio today, coming to you live as always on Highway 89. We just turn on the mics and away goes the music. Right on, (laughs) Michael. Tell us what's next. What's in the future for you?
2: Um, Well, I've been working on this new album uh, for a while, and then uh, we we moved. We bought a house, and that kind of put everything on hold. So my next thing is to get this album done get it finished and i'm mostly done with recording i'm just the mastering mixing stage which is probably the most difficult stage of all so i'm hoping hoping by the end of the summer i'll be done with that tentative title
0: a different light
2: yeah yeah
0: we'll see we'll see what happens we'll keep <laughs> keep our eyes peeled we'll see find michael's music online michael michaellewis.com m-i-k-a-e-l how about one more tune You bet. You bet I'd love to. Okay, the uh, the one we're holding in reserve here is True Romance. Yes. Let's go out with this one. All right.
1: Got a shotgun and a .44, he's gonna take a little trip down the liquor store. Deep urge to settle the scum, man, he ain't gonna take it no more. No more. His girlfriend Susie gonna wait in the car and she'll hike out the road for the Silver Star. She'd like to run, but she won't get far. She said, now, baby, I'll get you wherever you are. So don't run. No, don't run. True Romance was her favorite film, and she'd like to go down that way. She always dreamed of the beaches in Spain, but it's the only reason she has to stay. Gonna stay. Well, she waits in the car and she listens to Coltrane. It's hard to see anything through this rain. Sweet jazz music used to ease all her pain. So why all those tears that you can't explain? Nah, she can't explain. It's taking too long, man, something ain't right, here. Yeah. Two shots fired in the darkening night. Three figures emerge, but they ain't her man, so She gonna run just as fast as she can As fast as she can Yeah, True Romance was a favorite film But it didn't go down that way Cause Hollywood ain't as real as it seems Guess she wasn't the man that she saw In her dreams In her dreams True romance was a favorite film, but it never went down that way. Hollywood ain't as real as it seems, guess he wasn't the man she saw in her dreams, in her dreams, in her dreams.
0: True romance, of one kind or another. It's a pleasure to have Michael Lewis in the studio with us today on Highway 89. Find his music, videos, tour dates, and more, michaellewis.com, M-I-K-A-E-L. If you just caught part of the show, you'd like to hear the beginning, listen again, or share it with a friend. Why not? It's easy to do. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org slash highway89. And follow us on Twitter at BYUH89 for live show updates, special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our student assistants are Abby Vance and Victoria Hardy. And the show's producer is Sam Payne. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening.